104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Tan, last week you came into the office and you said something... Profound. Profound, deep, insightful. I'm an intelligent woman. What have I said this time? What incredible academic statement have you I made? You can't agree and then go, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. I say so much BS. I'll be interested to know what I've said. You came in and you said, you know what, Taylor? I think I think everyone yells a lot in here, but I never yell. Mm-hmm. 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 Maddie, thoughts? No, I never tend. I mean, you yelling? I'm a quiet, yeah. casual. It's hardly ever subtle. do you yell at me, Ryan or Taylor. Not even not even once per no. day. Yeah, but you're Never. all really annoying. <laughs> you do annoying things and you do it on purpose. No, not us. Us? No. Are you kidding? Oh, I'm already yelling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't have to prove my point anymore because I've actually gone through the archives here and I've found moments. And you were really upset when I said to you last week, I think you yell the most out of anyone. You said, what? <laughs> yeah, I, did. I was so, I was shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And I was shocked when I found all of this as well. And this is, this is only a snippet. I don't hate Disney. I hate you. Good to see you. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Ryan's not playing this game properly. Ryan. Ryan. Don't take the undies off. Don't I can see you. Can I just say, I reckon all of that's justified. No. <laughs> Do you not think he is insane and he is hard to deal with? He's crazy and always topless, and I just have to yell. But what about what? You You don't don't have have to to yell. Oh, well, all right, well, that's true. Can we take you, it down a notch? Maybe see someone about my anger? I don't know. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Ryan and Tanya have been thinking, and they want to know, is it a thing? I would like to know if anyone has used... Scissor, paper, rock to decide something important. But you say it the other way. You say rock, paper, scissors, don't you? I say rock, paper, scissors, yeah. yeah. Oh. Paper, scissors. Same thing. Yeah. I'm currently debating, you know, leave at the end of the year, Christmas, and I need to get away. If yeah. I stay here, I'll just work, and that's my problem. I've got to get away. I've got to go overseas. Yeah. And so well, somewhere cheap. So I'm debating with my boyfriend as to where to go, and he is younger than me, and he wants to go do some adventure holiday where he can, you know, get on the so drinks where, where and does stuff. Tom, where does Tom want to go? Mm, he hasn't completely decided, but I think he wants to go to Hawaii. Ooh. But I'm happy to go to Hawaii if it means sitting down. Nice. Yep. He wants to go to Hawaii if it means surfing and riding jet skis. and You know, he wants to do really, like, fun, fun stuff. stuff. Yep. And I just want to <laughs> read a book and sit down yeah. and, you know, eat. Yep. So we're sort of de- debating what we're going to do. And the way we're going to decide, we think, is that we're going to do scissors, paper, rock because we just can't decide. Yep. So is it a thing? Are you also using this to decide something important in your life? VJ and Casey, are you doing this? Oh, um, hi. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, we did uh, do one of those back in uni. At uni? Uh, when one of my mates forgot his assignment um, to hand it in on the day. Uh, he was meant to get 100% deduction, but we sort of talked it out with the professor and ended up doing rock, papers, and scissors. So if the <laughs> professor wins... He would get 10% deduction, but if my mate wins, he'd get only five. And yeah, you know, what do you know? He won. (laughs) So he ended up getting a 5% reduction from what what should have been a 100% reduction. That is ridiculous. What professor is being like, yeah, no, this seems about right. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was back in South Darwin University. You know, we do things, you know, the cool way over there. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... 
I really wouldn't have thought that of all things, but it turns out... Well, it turns out it is a thing. I want to go to that uni. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Canberra, it's where you get up with Ryan and Tanya, though Ryan is away today, which is a real shame. Why? Because that means I'm filling in for him. He's missing out on the first day of free swing week. But he's getting a long, long weekend. He's living his best life. He is. He is actually having free swing week right now as well. Right now, though, I have the best day ever on Saturday. Okay, big call. Ever. Mm. Ever. You millionaire now? Or is it more like... Best day ever, feeling wise. Feeling wise is yeah. It's yeah. I didn't have a didn't have a massive win, so that was uh, that was disappointing. But yeah. the best day ever. <laughs> You're so really da- overselling it. I don't think so. So my <laughs> day started off. So I had to come into work on the Saturday morning. Yep. Started just the best day ever. Yeah. <laughs> the best day ever, and then I was driving down to the coast to hang out with producer Maddie. We're going down to his place Jeringong. for the weekend to Jerringong. Down there, it's a nice time. It's a mm-hmm. nice weekend. So, uh, duck from promotions here, mm. and I we were road tripping down together. So she came, she came to the station, met me, and we took off. Yeah, great. Stopped in at Trapper's Bakery in Goulburn, mm. which I hadn't stopped at before. That's a good time. Got a pie, like mate. You know the best. It's a pie. Uh, really good. Really <laughs> yeah, good pie. Real good. Really good pie. And then the best day ever continued. <laughs> Got back onto the Yoom. <laughs> yeah. Started just trekking it down that way. <laughs> Traffic, banked up. Ages. Loads of traffic. And this is the best day ever. This is the best day ever. And what time is this? Uh, this is at like midday. Can I say, up until this point, it's been, I would argue, average to crap. No, it's the best. This is the best <laughs> day ever. Okay, so get killed in traffic, then what happened? Yeah. Oh, well, then we're in traffic for like an hour. Like yeah, oh. a, there was a bushfire oh. further ahead in the road, so they had to, they had to close oh, no. the Hume Highway. So we were stuck there, but get this, mm-hmm. right? I look to my right, looking around, just checking out what's going on. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> I mean, actually, to like, we played this game called Grandma's House, and if you want to have a crap time when you're stuck in traffic... I know play... that game very well. Yeah. It's a drama game. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. I no. disagree with it being terrible. No, it was, it was pretty awful. <laughs> but anyway, I look to my right, Mm-hmm. In the car next to me, and who should I see? Megan Fox. Close. Hollywood superstar. Holly Valance. Eric Banner. BS. Eric Banner. No way. In the car next Surely to me. Surely it was just someone who looked like no, Eric Banner. No, it was legitimately Eric Banner. Because uh, my, win- my window was down, his window was down into and his what, Range going, Rover. It's me, Eric Banner. No. <laughs> How did you know? And I looked at Dark and I went, that's Eric Banner. And he looked over. Because the window was down. Because the window was down. And he had his sunnies, like, no up on way. his brow. Oh, that's so Australian. And he looked over <laughs> and he saw that I saw... Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he knew yeah. that I'd seen him. And he just went, oh, raised his eyebrows. And his sunnies fell back down over his eyes. And he's, he was just straight forward Oh, so he didn't that. say hi or... No, I said hi. Like, we were, like, Duck and I were stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Eric, no, but then so the traffic's, you know... What? Traffic's bumper to bumper. No one's going anywhere. Like, we're completely stopped. And as the traffic starts crawling again, Eric Banner's car is about two cars. Like, we were next to each other. And the traffic was moving at about the same pace. So we should have been next to each other the whole time. But because he knew that we had seen him... Yeah, he knew who you... He stayed about... Yeah, a little bit behind Two you. car lengths behind us, yeah. so we couldn't make eye contact with him anymore. Unbelievable. So I met Eric Banner. Yeah. So it was the greatest What's, day ever. Th- I mean, the weirdest part of this story is the fact that Eric Banner was going to Jerringong. 
What's yeah, it? I don't know where he was going. Yeah. Actually, I do know where he was going because he invited Duck and I to his holiday house because we, we're good mates now. BS. Eric Banner and I. EB, good old Bano. <laughs> That's actually unbelievable. That's yeah. really cool. The best day ever. You didn't meet him, though, did you? Yeah. I'd say he ignored you at best. <laughs> No, I definitely met Eric Bennett. It was the best day ever. And we were stuck in traffic for two more hours after that. But, hey. Best day best ever. Best day ever. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. 13, 10, 60 right now, though. When did you believe a dream was real? I had this crazy dream last night that I bought a kayak and I woke up and I was so disappointed. I was like, I don't own a, I don't own a kayak. But I felt like in my dream, you know, I went through such really a long into time. It. Yes, and I've, I've just woken up looking for my car. I actually bought two in my dream, and I couldn't find either kayak. Have you, have you ever gone kayaking Never before? Never been kayaking. <laughs> couldn't tell you a worse thing to do with your time, kayaking. But in my dream, I bought two, and I was annoyed because, I, I don't know, in my dream, I must have thought it was going to be a really good yeah. idea. But it, anyway. I had a dream once that I murdered someone. Oh, geez, that's dark. Really dark. And I woke, and I, in the end of my dream, I got put into this jail cell. Oh. And I remember thinking... This is it. Like I've I've really messed this up. My mum's going to be so dis. Like I was just thinking about my mum. I was so like, no, deep. Mom, like it's so deep. And I woke up and I was shocked to yeah. be in my room. I, I like couldn't pleased. Believe- yes. Yeah, because yeah. you get so involved um, with your dreams and you do think that they're real, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, the, has this happened to you, girl? Yeah, um, it has. <laughs> um, I had a dream that my sister was in a coma and I was she was on a deathbed mm, and I was I was sitting at her bed crying mm. and I was like singing this Pocahontas song to her, I don't know. <laughs> and um always choose and Disney. Then I, and then I woke up screaming and crying and my partner's like, What's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, My sister's my sister's in a coma, I've gotta go see her. I'm like getting out of bed, I'm getting ready and he, he's like your, your sister's fine. What do you want about? And I'm like, no, she's not. And I'm getting ready. And he's like, you're, you're an idiot. Like, go call her. So I called her and I was like, Olivia, you all right? She's like, I'm fine. Yeah, What's but you it? were so in there, weren't you? You were so... <laughs> in- yes. I was like hysterical. It was... <laughs> Did a couple of weeks crazy. later you sit down and think about it and go, oh, that's right. My sister was in a coma. Oh, no, that was a dream. <laughs> like, you just, you get lost in them. Yeah, I was like, I was like, nope, she's she's all good, she's here. Yeah, and thank God. So these are ones are good ones, like yep. yours as well, where you thought you were in jail. It's kind of like refreshing. Yeah, it's very it's very nice. Hey, Luke <laughs> in Queanbeyan, hey mate, what dream did you believe was real? Uh, so I actually had a dream where I met somebody, um, met a girl who I started to become interested in, and then we started to go on on dates. And uh, in the dream, it felt like went on for months yes. and basically I fell in love with this this person in my dream who I fully believed was real yes. uh, and like it was now like that was my life I was living what was happening in my dream and of course when I woke up and Tanya I know you know what this feels like when I woke up and realized it wasn't real I was so distraught because <laughs> that had been my life for so long I'd met someone I'd fallen in love was, was happy and then it was suddenly not real I, I, that's are you single Luke I am yeah it's like painful right Oh yeah, the dream it is was, mocking was, you. Yep, it was. It was just like I, I'd been like punched in the guts as a joke by my own brain. Yeah, and right, your own brain and your own consciousness or subconsciousness did it to you. And then we were at work, and you were still kind of affected by the dream. It lasted for for days, absolutely oh, for days. I was just so disappointed with life. Like I like started to become quite depressed about the oh, whole thing. That's awful. Do you, do you still now think that you 
see this random girl from you, like, you know, is there like a faceless kind of person in your dreams? Do you still think that you see that, put you out for a coffee or something and you kind of go, you kind of go, is that, um, no, it can't be. Not so much like I see someone in real life, but every now and again in my mind, a faint image of that person will kind of be there. But I just kind of now use it as a, a motivation to go, you know what? I know what that feels like, and I'm excited for when it really does happen. Yeah. Oh, that's... Oh, love you, Luke. That's Just... lovely. And she is totally out there for you because you are so lovely. You are going to find her for sure. All right, Beck in Gungarland, wrap this up for us, mate. What dream did you believe was real? Yeah, so I had a dream that my fr- a friend of mine went missing. So then I called him up when I woke up. He didn't answer. So mm. by 1 p.m. I got a little bit worried. So then mm. I started messaging his family. I started calling his mum, his sister, his friends. He didn't answer. I got them all worried. And then at 9 p.m. he messaged me saying, Beck, what's up? So he didn't end up going missing, but I actually thought he went missing. Yeah, because your dreams told you that he was missing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually when I dream about that type of stuff, it ends up being true. Like whenever I dream something so serious, someone either dies no. or something serious happens. So so he's, he's alive though, so that's good. Wait, what's a dream that you've had that's come true? I had a dream. Well, I don't want to put the mood down. I had a dream about my uncle and he ended up passing away. <gasps> don't ever sleep. Yeah, well, I just think it was me that kind of killed him. But <laughs> No, it wasn't. I, I just I had a sense. I had a sense that something was going to happen to him and we woke up to a phone call no. saying, yeah. So that's why when I had a dream about my friend, I was like, oh, my God, my friend has gone missing. Something's wrong, blah, blah, blah. But... Yeah. That's kind oh of scary. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Tanya, what if, what if we're dreaming right now? Don't say that. Wake don't. up. Wake up, Tanya. No, don't. Wake up. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. So the Brownlow medals were last night. Yes. We're seeing all the pictures of all the wags and yep. what they're wearing and, and some, they look amazing. Some of those blokes, they're doing very well for themselves. Yeah, but I always find it really weird how everyone focuses on the women when it's like the AFL is like, isn't it about the players? Yeah. Yep. So I don't really understand the brown logo. Oh, it all just started. It was uh, Beck Twig, Rebecca Twigley in that red dress. I think that was really like... Really f- low-cut Yeah, dress. that one, like years, like iconic yeah. like, dress. That was when it really became, you like, know, the, 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 the red carpet became... A thing. A thing, yeah. How funny. Yeah, I just don't know a lot about sport. Uh, news flash. I don't know anything about sport. Um, I don't actually know what the Brownlow is. I think it's like it's the best in AFL. The best and fairest, yeah. And fairest, right. Yes. Well, apparently... You say they're Beck Twingling? Twigling. Twigley. Yep. Well, she married Chris Judd, who was a two-time Brownlow medalist. Yes. And I know this because I went to their house. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Beck and Chris Judd's house. It was the weirdest day. I flew from Canberra to Melbourne. I was actually there to film like an ad. Yeah. So I, it was the weirdest thing. They wanted to film it in their house. And I don't know much about AFL, so I didn't really know much about either of these guys. And their house is unbelievable. Like, oh, yeah. Unbelievable. It looks like it's fake. Like, it looks like a display <laughs> home. It's unbelievable. And he has a man cave. And people yes, talk yep. about the man cave all the time. Yep. It's, like, got leather everywhere. There's a pool that you can see. There's a pool table. There's a gym. There's scotch. It's huge. It's got this giant TV in there. And we're there to film this ad. And we're sitting in there talking. And I don't have a lot in common with, with Chris because oh, he's really? an AFL player. And I don't even really know. <laughs> Actually, I think I've seen one AFL game. So, like, I had nothing. I didn't know what team he played for. I should have done some research. Was I busy? Yes. <laughs> no. Sort of. Well, not really. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I was more interested in just, you know, having this experience. Anyway, I was sitting there. I was like, I don't have anything in common with Chris Judd. And I'm sitting in his man cave in this amazing house. And Beck is just 
heaven. Yeah. She looks yeah. photoshopped. Yeah. I felt so she had four insecure. Kids as well. Mate, I felt so insecure being Just... on camera next to her. She is perfect. Yeah. There's oh Jesus Christ. Anyway, we had nothing in common. We we're sort of sitting there really awkwardly, Chris and I, and he goes, I have a feeling you like sausage rolls. And I was like, how dare you? Also, you're not wrong. And we just started talking about sausage rolls for like 10 minutes just in between takes. And then he goes, you know what I should do? Randomly orders Uber Eats. He orders this random like pulled lamb sausage roll and then orders them to the house and orders like $170 worth of sausage rolls to the house. Two hours later, because apparently they had to be like made from some place called The Pantry, which is some really fancy place in Brighton where they live. Yeah, I bet. And they bought all these sausage rolls to the house. So my experience with Chris Judd was... You have a lovely leather couch, yeah. and thank you for $170 worth of sausage rolls. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Does he does he like that Facebook page, Sausage, sausage rolls, rolls for, for the, the boys? boys? I think he's the admin. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. Have you had a fight or been irrational in a car park because maybe that happened to me and it's happened to you, Taylor. Worse than me. I know this guy jumped on this guy's bonnet and was screaming at him in the car car park. Yeah. It's like a Sunday. Just... Find another car park, mate. Nah, like, well, how, you got to. There's a lot going on there. Were there kids in the car? How long had he been travelling? How long he'd been waiting in the car park? Was he needing to pee? Yeah, just because I was in a car park for so long yesterday, and someone snaked my park, and I just went. <sighs> I mental. Can't say the word. What I was going to say, I went crazy. You don't mean to, but you just, you just do. You just do. It just happens. All right, Amy and Nunawal, has this happened to you or have you been this person to go, go crazy in a car park? Yeah, so it, it wasn't me who went crazy. It was actually my child that went crazy at somebody. <laughs> so I was just reversing out at local shops and me and another fellow had bumped in. We both reversed out at the same time. Oh, and no. It was fine. It was really cordial. He, I got out of the car and was actually nine months pregnant. So oh. this guy had completely freaked out yeah, and was course. just worrying about me. Mm. And I was like, look, dude, it's okay. And then my four-year-old decided to get out of the car and started <laughs> screaming at this man, you hurt my mum's car, my mum's pregnant, you hurt the baby. <laughs> and this man was speechless, like he didn't know what to say. So I had to put my child back in the car and lock the car and him not to get out. Can you imagine so him when he's 18, by the calm way? Down. Oh, it was just horrendous. I was, I was embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> was but, horrible. but isn't that gorgeous at the same time? They were so compassionate and felt you know, like, love you so much and was so worried about you. Like, that's so beautiful. It's the cutest thing I've Very ever heard. Sweet. He's not so nice to his little brother now that they're bigger, but that's yeah. cool. <laughs> But at the time, yeah. P.S., I worry for your son when he's, like, on his L's and his yeah. teeth. Yeah, he's a little bit older. Might be a bit of road rage floating around. <laughs> Amy, thanks heaps for that. All right, Kerry, wrap this up for us. Road rage in a car park, was it you? Was it what, what happened? Well, I actually was the one that did the rage. Oh. Um, it's so easy to I do, isn't had it? I a baby in a pram. I had a toddler and, well, actually two toddlers. I was late for an appointment. Mm. And I sat there for five, ten minutes watching this person unload their groceries and um, take the trolley back and then come back. And as they drove out their car spot... Another car whizzed in. And I said, excuse me, I've been sitting here in the heat for 10 minutes waiting for that spot. They just smiled at me and continued walking off. And I said, excuse me, I've been waiting. 
and they just smiled at me again. The much say, "Well, that's tough." So I went and got another car spot. I came back to that car spot and I let two of their tyres down. And I thought, well, fun changing your tyres in the heat. <laughs> Gary. Gary, I don't know where that story was going. I did not expect it Neither to go there. Oh, oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> Brian and Tanya. Brian and Tanya. Hit 104.7.